We have some real air quality issues going on in this room where I sit right now. It is related to these dogs. It's always something with the dogs, you know? It's always... uh... If it weren't for these dogs, I wouldn't have a show. I wouldn't be able to talk about anything. Seems like half of the shit I talk about on here is related to these animals. You can see Daisy right there, the English bulldog. Very comfortable. I think she's suspect number one with the odor issues. Because Bruce had a normal, uh, well, he, I let him outside and he did his business. I think this is a leftover from the previous days slash nights bacon party between O'Neill and Daisy O'Neill. You can't see him right now, but, uh, I was here preparing for this show and I'm like, Oh my God, this is, uh, this is a, that is a, <clears throat> a life changing fart. And I said, though it's only 35 degrees out, that window that you cannot see has to be open with a fan in it to pump in the fresh air. So that I'm sitting here doing more preparation and it's not getting any better. Imagine that the fart is overpowering the fresh air that is being forced in by the fan actually in the window. So then, as you can see, I had to open up that doorway to allow like uh, a transfer of the funk air to actually leave this part of the building. And I still don't feel like it's any better here. Because there's probably a fairly good chance that they will continue to pump out the hits. Welcome to you all to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Rakim says, good morning, Eric. You are late. You normally would be on at 8 a.m. That is true. But as I indicated, I don't know how you missed it. I'm doing radio for the next several days at the time that I would be podcasting. Uh, hang on. I got to actually go over to that window and open it more because I think we just got a uh, booster shot of fart. Yeah, I'm on a roll. I'm not even going to bother. I'll just sit here and I'll sit in this filth for two hours. I'm doing radio. I've been doing radio. I did radio today and uh, I'll do radio the rest of this week. And that starts very early at 5 a.m. Uh, South of the Straight Show is in the house. Welcome to you. You can follow them. A good group of folks over there. South of the Straight Show. Follow them. So that's what's up, you know. Uh, On a day like today, yeah, I know. I mean, I've trained you all 8 a.m., 8 a.m., 8 a.m. Here I am. And, uh, you know. But not happening today, 
tomorrow, Friday, Monday. Wait a minute. Today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So what this boils down to is uh, I walk into the radio station and I've got like my sports cast ready to go. And uh, I'm doing a show with a nice lady by the name of Lauren. Lauren Smith or Schmitty. Schmitty or Smitty. I'm not sure. I like just calling her Lauren. But uh, she she does this show with Steve Kelly and Brett Bakita. Well, those two jokers are on vacation. And so somebody has to somebody has to put the show on, so they asked me to do it. Well, I'm just an accessory. I can't run. You would not believe what it takes to put that put that damn thing on that show. Oh my god. I don't know how anyone does it. And uh Lauren is just an absolute maestro behind the board. Uh she's a great lead. She really is. We need we need more people like her in this industry, frankly. Because uh, there's too many fucking guys uh, in the lead role and no offense to Steve. He ain't going anywhere, but just in general, uh, it's better in my opinion when all the accessory players, well, you got, in my opinion, you got to have it where the, uh, you get the uh, um, Connie from Connie and Curtis thing going on. And she was a, she was a God rest her soul's great lead. Lauren's a great lead, too. We hit it off, man. It was awesome. Hell, the first time I was on there was with Steve and her, and uh, that that was fun, too. Next week, Steve will be back. It'll be me, Steve, and uh, Lauren. It, it's a great operation over there. I love it. I, I, uh, I've always, I don't know, it's like getting up that early. I know it's ridiculous to say, but I still like uh, doing um, radio, even at that time of day. And what I've, I've talked about before is one day, I don't know when that's going to be. I hope to be able to do a radio show. And then this podcast, uh, I'm in a spot now where my eggs are not all in one basket being that what we have, because thanks to you and the sponsors, we have this, you know, and um, so to be able to do this and all the other stuff that I do, the Griffins and the basket and the and the gold and the and the football team, the uh, West Michigan Ironmen and all the other MC shit that I do, and you know every th- every other thing that I have my hand in, it's all added up to a living. Thank God, somehow. Um, to be able to add radio to that would be cool. Now that, that makes me a busy, busy bee. I think honestly, the only way I could pull that off would be if I was on the radio, actually in Grand Rapids or, uh, being able to do, to do the show from this room, which is entirely feasible these days. We shall see. We shall see. Um, before we get into the uh, mass shooting, the school shooting that, uh, of course, I will talk about uh, and give you my thoughts on that. <clears throat> um, yesterday, I was flipping burgers and making fries. 
Well, I don't actually flip the burgers. I am technically just a kitchen assistant slash fry cook. I am literally dropping the fries at Bosco's Pub. And yesterday I said, Doug, hey, I can work Monday. Do you need me? I walk in there and he was a grumpy Gus. Let me tell you. And so, you know, you got to read the room and I'm not good at that. Typically, if I have someone in my presence who's a grumpy Gus, I then try to aggravate them. I don't know if you know that about me. You know, have you, I don't know if you've ever witnessed that on this show, but I was like, you know what? I'm doing great here. I don't want to fuck him up. He's like freaking out, uh, because he's got a million and one things to do and not enough time to get them done. So I'm helping him prep before the dinner service begins. And I've got to, I'm just kind of staying out of his way. Cause I know, I know he's ready to kick somebody's ass. So I managed, he manages to get through that. No problem. Gets all his shit done that he had to do. And what I wanted to say to him was like, see now, hang on. My flies open. Uh, now, what I wanted to say is now look, ding dong. This is what. My counselor tells me you got to kind of like learn to compartmentalize that and not outwardly seem like you're pissed off. Everything's going to get done. It always gets done. It always works out. There is no sense making your old pal Eric uncomfortable with your grumpy gussitude. But I didn't. He comes out of it. We're off and running. Another fantastic day. Uh, I I fucked up a couple of things. Part of the learning curve. And then for the second time I worked there in as many days, I had another awkward moment. The first one I talked about yesterday where Doug had one of his servers call in sick. And I said, Doug, uh, what's up? Uh, And he explained it to me. And then um, he explained that there was a server who called in sick because there was a death in the family. And I said, bullshit. I go, if I'm running the show here, Doug, which I'm not, but if I was, you're guilty until proven. You're lying until proven that you're not. Okay. That's the oldest one of the books. Someone in the family died. And I said, I go, you need to actually have them take a selfie next to the casket. Like, you know, snap a picture of them uh, with the dead person in it. And then he doesn't react. There's silence. Now, I thought that that was a, you know, a, a C minus joke. And I turn around and he is uh, 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 laughing unbelievably. He's not making noise. And there's tears running down. So he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This wasn't that good of a joke. And uh, his son, uh, Dougie Jr., he, uh, you know, He's cracking up too, but he's in there. He's like stifling laughter. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you idiots? And Doug goes, hey, come here. I go, there. I go, what? He goes, uh, and the, the chick who's the server that day, who was there, uh, she called out last week and it was, she called out for that same excuse, but someone actually did die. And I'm like, oh God, this is embarrassing. So there was that yesterday. Uh, 
Okay, Doug's whole family works there. Okay, so you got Dougie Jr. and then you got uh, Lindsay, who grew up playing soccer with my daughter, Jackie. And uh, she orders, she's going to have some food and she has a sandwich called a Jalen. Now, most of the burgers are named after Doug's dogs, either in the past or present. In fact, the restaurant's named after Bosco the dog. Bosco's Pub. It's his bulldog that they have. And there's a sandwich called the Chubs. There's a song called, or the song, there's a burger called Ollie's uh, Olive Burger. Uh, So all these burgers are named after the dogs. And so uh, Lindsay says, uh, can you guys make me a Jalen? And I go, no problem. And she starts to walk away. And I said to Doug, I go, Are, is everything named after a dog? And he goes, that's Lindsay's daughter. I'm like, oh, fuck me. So I don't think she hears it. But Ding Dong goes, I got to go tell Lindsay you called her daughter a dog. And I'm like, fucking A. What is wrong with you? And he does the whole time laughing at me. Fucking nightmare. Uh, All good, though. It worked out. We had um, uh, Kyle Ryan came to see me yesterday. Thank you, Kyle. Hope you enjoyed your... I forgot we got a steak burger, I think. Made you a steak burger. That's the patty. And then um, Bosco sauce on the bun. And then the burger with... Uh, sauteed mushrooms sauteed onion caramelized you know perfect Uh, A1 sauce poured on top of that pile there on top of the burger and then the cheese laid over all of that which just holds it all together fantastic you must try that burger the chubs okay first of all the bun goes on the uh, flat top griddle buttered and they brown perfectly. You you pull the bun off, and then uh, on the Chubbs burger, you put uh, mayo, and then two onion rings. And then on the burger, he puts ham, which is hot. He heats it on the on the griddle, piles that on top of the of the patty, and then Swiss. Swiss, Swiss, no, uh, uh, moderate pepper jack cheese on top of that. I think I'm probably fucking that up. But anyway, every burger in there is just life changing, unbelievable. All while that was going on, Doug's freaking out because of the school shooting, and that's that's where we go now. That's a weird transition. Um. All right. So crazy person goes in, shoots through the door. That video is out. Uh, It's all glass, shoots through the door, steps through into the school, and then the rampage ensues. Was in the school for maybe 10 minutes before being shot dead. The cops ran in, encountered. I don't know if this is a dude or a chick. 
We've got a uh, kind of a fucked up scenario. I don't recall ever that we have a person where uh, uh, the the gender of the person is is being disputed. Now, let's get out in front of this. Just so all of you know, because there are several dumb fucks who are uh, taking the gender portion of the story and making it part of the story. The gender of the person has nothing to do with it. It doesn't matter what the gender is of the person who shot up the school. People are trying to make it uh, be about that. And I've heard conflicting stories. Was born a dude, was becoming a chick, was born a chick, is trying to become a dude. Don't know. Don't know. Don't care. Stupid people do care and are suggesting that uh, that is a main part of the story that, you know, and what, what's going to happen here is the scumbags that exist in the world are going to take the fact that it's a, if it is a transgender person, I have no fucking idea and um, uh, go ahead and make it about that. And, and that's go, what that's going to do is allow for more dumb shits to try to say hurtful things. See, see, this is what you get. See, you know, that is what you're going to get. It's happening right now. In fact, the fucking asshole uh, that uh, that took over for me at the radio station is do did it all from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And I'm like, fucking A, dude. What the fuck is wrong with you? By the way, I come walking out of the radio, out of the studio, and there he is. And he takes a look at me and goes, good morning. And I just kept, I did not speak. I just dissed him and kept walking. Don't say hi to me, dude. I'm not your pal. Um, so that was fucking insane uh, to hear that today. Uh, he even suggested that... You see, when you're taking all these hormones to change your body, this is what you do. This is what happens. Fuck you. Unbelievable. I tried to get out of there so fucking fast, and I wasn't fast enough. Uh, Cole says the story should be about the pathetic glass entry. Doesn't matter if it's locked. They just shot it out. Also need armed security uh, until that's everywhere. This will keep happening. Correct. That's the only thing that if you're going to actually, if there is even, you know, typically it's a bad idea to start to um, bang that drum when the bodies are still warm for fuck's sake. Uh, But that is, that's absolutely true. Um, This scumbag that shot up the school in Nashville had another target, as I understand it. And, um, didn't chose not to go there because they had decent security. Okay. Now, initially you're going to hear, well, what are we going to do? Change the doors? Yes. Yes, you are. You should. Like I've said before in the past, and I, and I, I maintain this now. Uh, There may be a future for gun control in this country. I don't know. 
If there was something worth investigating, I'd love to hear it. And that could be a random idea from a person suggesting it to lawmakers, or it could be a lawmaker coming up with the idea. But as of right now, today, those targets are vulnerable. And until you figure out the legislative end of this, the safety of these children and uh, teachers is, uh, is at risk. So, Yes, you change the doors. Yes, you make it nearly make it a fortress. Yes, you have armed people there. Uh, yes, you bring your gun if you have one and know how to use it. Fuck it. I'm telling you right now, if I'm a damn teacher and uh, I have a gun and a, and a license to carry it, You better goddamn believe I'm bringing that gun to school. Well, that's a gun-free zone. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to conceal it. And you know what? I will go ahead and get the felony charge on me after I shoot the bad guy in the fucking face when he's trying to shoot into my classroom. So it's a a multi-tiered problem. One that needs to be aggressive, aggressively um, looked at. And there is no way in hell do I believe for one second that you just go, all right, these laws are going to go change it uh, immediately. That's not going to help anybody today. All right. How's that going to help my wife who's in a school right now? It won't. Um. That didn't stop this lady from uh, Highland Park, Illinois, I believe. She was in that mass shooting. And uh, since then, she's made it her job to go around and lobby and speak and, uh, you know, um, try to uh, get uh, the idea of gun control more of a reality. Which, like I said, that may be something down the road, but that's going to take forever, and we need to we need to keep our uh, our children and our and our educators safe today. Uh, but this is what she had to say: audio check, video check. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I'm from Highland Park, Illinois. My son and I survived a mass shooting over the summer. I am in Tennessee on a family vacation with my son, visiting my sister-in-law. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying, and why are we failing them? Gun violence is... See, all this is what I'm talking about. This is all fucking grandstanding. The number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose. Oh, my God. These shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. Let's see. What a dumbass thing to say. And and it's always these people are easily talked down. When you suggest, um, okay, we have states here that have very, very strict gun laws that 
the incidence of gun violence in these states is just as rampant and as in other states. It's not it's not based on laws. How do you how do you explain that? Can can someone please ask this dumbass that question? I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety. Like- See, she doesn't even know. It's a 28 year old person storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons so instead of like actually getting the information and and thinking about this she's she doesn't have any information and she's just using the same talking points that she makes these impassioned pleas to people in in uh, who are lawmakers and to anyone who will listen she's prepared to do this uh song and dance that they shoot each other with aren't you guys tired of this you guys sick of it yeah like it's that simple, you know? We have to do something. We all have to call our lawmakers, and we all have to make our lawmakers make change now. Or this is going to keep happening, and it's going to be your kid and your kid and your kid and your kid next. Because it's just a matter of time. I, I, I love that she asks a question that she knows no one would dare answer. Their job is to just go ahead and get the informa- and uh, it, to get the information and present it to the world. They're loving that she did this. Um, so that was early on. That's why the cops said it was a teenager at first. There's been a lot. I don't understand why they can't find out the gender. I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter. The gender doesn't matter, but I mean, I'm going to need to see the coroner. Uh, they should do a live stream of the coroner yanking off a dead person's pants and saying, look, there's a dick here and it's, it's a big full dick. And uh, I don't know for sure if there was anything. I, I, I can only assume that this dick is from birth. So if this was a female, it started as a dude. So let's just say started as a man and is becoming a woman. So technically we can say that this was a woman shooting up the school. Or is it going to be like, well, this was a woman who is becoming a man. Or is it just. Maybe they didn't take any medicine and they just said they were identifying as the woman. It's all very confusing. You know what's fucked up when the mass shootings. Hang on, I gotta close this window because my neighbor might be stepping out and I'm about to go crazy. My neighbors. My neighbors, the hallelujahs, if they hear me on this one, that's gonna be. Where was I? What was I saying? The idea that, um, you know, it's become so complex because of the gender of this person. You know, I, we, we need to find this out. So then, um, you know, people will then, if it is all going on in a transgender way, this is being used as another reason to hate transgender people. That's what this is. That's what people like my cohort at Wood Radio, when Pudding walked in, he's like, I am going after transgender people today. I am going to make shit up out of thin air and say shit like this on the radio. That's what that's what the plan is there. My God. Chris says that the mom of Shooter said she lost a daughter today. Doesn't mean anything. Still could be a woman. 
Investigators have made contact with the father of the shooter, so we will probably know. Yeah, I know they're grieving, but wouldn't it be something if the dad said, okay, here's what's up. Thank you to Adam Schwab. He subscribed with Prime and has subscribed now for 17 months. Thank you. Uh, Thank you to Linda, too, for subscribing today. You guys are all fantastic. I appreciate that, and I'm glad you are part of the show. Aram says, I like having my carry permit. Aram says, my understanding is, he also says that the shooter's Facebook page indicates most recently a male. I don't know. And it really doesn't matter. It, you know what? It doesn't matter. All you, let's keep this simple, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not overthink the shit. I think there's a real correlation between the way the world is and how quickly we get information from things like our phone and our, and our computers through uh, just the internet. Uh, strong influence on people, on people's mental health. And as the years pass and more and more of these things happen, uh, uh, school shootings and mass shootings hit the wrong set of ears and people who were struggling in the past who may have simply cried or taken their own life or something like that, as terrible as that is, now shoot up schools. That seems to be the go-to on the playbook. And um, you, I think it's an absolute mistake to try to weave in hatred of transgender people into the horror that happened the other day. Crazy person with access to guns shot up a school. Schools need to be better fortified. They have to have a a better ability to defend themselves. And I'm not talking about fucking hiding. And we do need to look into while we take care of that, pursuing some type of gun legislation that makes sense why not why the fuck would you not listen so it's a twofold answer we need more defense immediately on our schools and we do need to take a look at something that makes sense uh when it comes to guns there are plenty of people who take care of their guns appropriately not those people those are the good ones All right. And then maybe in a few decades, you might be able to have uh, a change. But I honestly think that the more good guys that have guns and the less that the bad guys know where they are, the less chance they have of doing something where they know that there is a soft target and that they can shoot it up. Unfortunately, that's it in my opinion, all my opinion, which I of course feel is a million percent correct as always. Um, all right. Chris says crazy fucker. How about we refer to that person as just crazy fucker? Absolutely. Bob says, gender neutral and leave their names off everything stop spotlighting these crazy fucks well actually you know what i don't think that i i actually don't know the name of this person i think they've actually done a fine job of um 
of of doing that of of keeping not not that it matters it's fucking dead anyway but um i think that they need to show i mean uh, you know how like on a pack of smokes in some countries like you buy the cigarette cigarette pack and there's like a picture of like fucked up lungs okay or uh you know a a, a person who's got throat cancer they need to make it, they need to show how shot up the bad guy is. Like, this is what happens to you when you bring your your game into our schools. You know, I mean, uh, we, we need to start to get fucking a little bit more primal on this, in my opinion. Holy shit, what a day. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, watching the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I'm about to send you on your way, though. You can watch the rest of it on Twitch, as I do every single day. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, go to Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live and follow the page. That way you know when I do go live. You can also subscribe to the page by linking up your Amazon Prime account. Um, you only have to link it up once, Okay. You only have to link it up once. Once you do link it up, there's a little button below where I'm doing this and you see me acting like a moron. It'll say subscribe. And then you just hit that button each time, each month, and you're in business. Now, don't ask me how to link up the Amazon Prime account. I think when you're at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, there's a big red button and you click that thing. And then that's all I know. You can also download the show wherever you download podcasts. Eric Zane show wherever you download shows. Um, all right. I'm going to send you all on your way. Hey, what's up? It's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane show podcast. The Yuffie video lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app, that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh, my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys, and you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap. Okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing 
powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Except for you all on Twitch. Um, Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Hold on. Can I call you about Dad's Day on the podcast? Question mark. I have fun questions. With any luck, we'll get a Madison uh, appearance on the show, which is tough to do. Oh, she agrees. This is wonderful. Uh, What Madison does not like that Jackie does like is the pop-in, hey, you're on the podcast. Jackie's like, oh, awesome. Madison, not so much. Hello there, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? We only have a short amount of time, right? Oh, well, I have class at noon, so I think we'll be okay. I was just informing the audience that it's a it's a mistake to just call Madison and put her on without asking her, correct? Yeah, correct. So did you like how I politely asked you before I invited before I you know I called? Yes. That's those are the rules that you laid down. Yeah, I know. I want to stay within that, those parameters. Okay. Okay. So, um, last year at about this time, we went, we went over to the sorority house for dad's day. Uh huh. And that was a spectacle because you got all the sorority kids or young people, I guess, young adult. Well, you're all, I can't, what do I say? I say adults, right? Yeah, there's we're like eight to ages eighteen to twenty three. Okay, so all in there, students. You're in the sorority house, and then the dads all dress like dads. I yeah, mean, that's what they do. I mean, my God, uh, that is that is a sight because you know we all got like jean shorts on and uh, New Balance tennis shoes, and uh, yeah, it was incredible. We all have the same sunglasses. We all have the same sunglasses. Yes, yes. And you and you're all there now. If I remember correctly, didn't you try to sneak up a Jello shot? I did. Just one, just a little one. But I was two feet away from you. Yeah, I still was able to do it. Well, yeah, but you gotta. I mean, you gotta try a little harder to be a little bit more inconspicuous because I I, I heard it, and you know, I mean, I was like, Madison, come on. It was a singular Jello shot, a singular one. Now, you're still not of age. Okay, so August, you'll be 21 in August, correct? Yes, but I, I had a singular shot and it was in the safest place I could be, surrounded by my friends and my father. Yeah, and yeah. Their father. All right, so that's fine. Uh, whatever. You know, I well, I don't say that that's fine. Um, what I do say, though, is um, there was only one time that you got the flu the next day. That was crazy how you came down with the flu, remember? Like when I was hung, like yes, was, yes, you said it. You started to say it when I was hungover. You don't. You never want that to happen again, right? <laughs> it was one time. Are you sure it hasn't happened since? 
It has not happened since, I promise. Now, I noticed some of those dads were doing, like, shots of fireball with, with oh, those yeah. young ladies. A lot of those dads get drunk with their daughters. Oh my. But I know you don't like to, so I don't. That seems horrible. Well, that just sounds like a recipe for disaster, like something very strange <laughs> could take place. It, you know, I, I don't know if you can read between the lines of what I'm saying. but No, these are all good good guys with children. Well, I know, but they start drinking. You never know. It affects their judgment. He's a, it... Well, drinking should not be an excuse to be weird with a 20-year-old girl. Yeah, I know. They're believe me. Oh, believe me. I know that. I know what you're saying. That, is, that has never happened. All right, good. Um, so what are we doing now? I noticed that there was like a beer pong game going on and there hey, you want to want to play beer pong. I'm like, no, I can't. I don't want to play beer pong. Hey, we're letting them relive their college days for just one day. Okay. So we're going to go with the hot dogs again, right? Yeah. There'll probably be hot dogs and maybe burgers, dad food. Okay. Uh, dad food. What is, ca- what is, uh, ca- categorized as dad food? <laughs> Like, like you got you grill, you barbecue, hot dogs, burgers, sprats. All right, that's that's a dad thing. So, um, all right. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, of course, I'd I'd love to be there. Okay. All right. It sounds like a date. Yeah. Okay. I might have to work at four. Yeah. But um, is that okay? We'll be there during the day. Perfect. Hey, I got a question. Um, what? My pal Kyler, he suggests that if I can't make it to let Uncle Kevy, the NFK, represent me so he can meet some of the girls. Um, no. Uncle Kevy can't play beer pong anymore. <laughs> oh, we got it. That would be fantastic. He'd go on a, like a panty raid or something. Dad. <laughs> Sounds like there's a there's a train coming by. Are you okay? There's, yeah, there's always a train coming. It's right by my house. Now, all right. Well, be be good. Have a good day at school. Okay. All right. Tell everybody I said I'll hi. See you. Okay. I see you at Dad's day. Yes. Yes. I'll see you before that. Are you kidding me? Yes, you will. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 I love you. Bye. I love you too. Bye. Bye. All right. Kyler has a good one, man. Has a good joke. Ask the NFK to represent. Remind me to show you a wedding picture later on. Might have to save that for the Patreon. Yeah, in fact, I will. Uh, I got to get Jackie. Hey, hey Siri. Uh-huh. Text Tacky. Hey, can you send me that wedding picture with Uncle Kevy in it? Question mark. so fucked up all right uh kuipers with the joke as the horn was going by i'm sure they love trains in the house you sick bullheaded bitch what the fuck is wrong with you aram says do any of the dads know eric or me from FBHW or one of the earlier radio shows. I don't know. Maybe I, I may have, you know what? There was a couple of people that for sure recognized me from the Griffins. So we talked a little hockey and shit like that. 
I had a conversation with, with one of the people at the uh, at uh, Bosco's yesterday. This this super nice kid. Um, she's a student, a junior at Grand Valley, and I have my Bosco shirt on, and she can see my tattoo underneath the sleeve. She goes, "What's your tattoo?" And I'm like, "Oh, fuck!" Because you can't you just say, "Ah, you know, you can't make up a story." I go, "Well, this is dumb, but you need background." And I'm like, well, it starts with in a past life, I was on the radio and while on the radio, it was revealed that when I was your age, I did a man pageant and the guys I work with got their hands on the video and we all had a good laugh and shared it online. And then separate from that, we did a fundraiser to raise money for a uh, children's charity, AT. And I agreed to get a tattoo if we raised $70,000 for a clinical trial. We did raise the money. The tattoo, uh, I agreed to a screenshot from the Mr. 10 video. So that's the history behind that. Some of you have never seen that, that tattoo, but I'm too lazy to get my arm out of my sleeve right now, so maybe later. Blue State Rob says it was from when I wasn't sure if I was into dick or not. I think that's a quote. If I didn't say it, it's still true. I was at a crossroads, apparently. Chris describes it as a piece of artwork. Yeah, when I die, I want someone to cleave that fucking thing off and make like a light switch cover out of it. And right where, like, my ball sack is, you put, like, the switch. You know? Uh, All right. Maureen says you should have gotten it as a tramp stamp. Thank you. Uh, All right. You can join me on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Please do. I'd love to have you there. More podcasting each and every day. The open and live stream of today's show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Call them 231-332-6505. Whether you uh, need it uh, for your first mortgage or your 10th mortgage, maybe a refi, getting money out of your home, 231-332-6505. How about Throat Slash Dale, Superior Cleaning and Power Washing, 231-740-4098. So, real quick, what he does there, if he's not power washing your driveway or the pavers in your backyard or the house or whatever, he is cleaning restaurants, especially the area over the grill where they got the hood that, you know, uh, pulls out the smoke and the fumes and all that shit. You got to have a certified person cleaning those. That's what Dale does. Hire him by reaching out 231-740-4098. Superior cleaning and power washing. I think he said he's also doing some shit. Let me get him on here. Last time we talked, it was on the, uh, it was for trivia, but I'm skipping that today because today's kind of a weird day. 
Um, he said he's doing something with car dealerships, too. I think he just bought a uh, an, another. Easy. Hey, I got. I was just doing your commercial on the air. Yeah. And uh, didn't you, what did you say about doing, like, cars and dealerships shit? What, what was up with that? Yeah. Yeah, so we're doing, um, like, semi-trucks for, like, Pepsi or for anybody who wants their semis washed weekly, bi-weekly. And then we also do car lots. Like, you know, car lots want their cars washed on yes. Thursday a lot because they want to look good for weekend sales. So we all also offer that with this other side uh, of the Okay. Business. And that's, so that's fantastic. Now I understand you just, uh, you're, you're kind of branching out. You expanded the business somehow, right? Yeah, we're, we're uh, expanding no matter what, but hopefully we're going to get a big jump by acquiring another business. I'm not going to say the name because right. it's still, uh, we're still, I mean, we are good to go leading on uh, monetarily what, what, where we're going to wind up. So, yeah, it looks good. Well, uh, I've been telling people to, to call you for all the things you mentioned, plus, of course, uh, restaurants, hood cleaning, yeah. which has to be done by a trained certified professional. Yeah, so that's fire uh, fire inspection. You have to be certified for it, or you're not up to code. And if your restaurant burns down, you're you're out of everything. Yes, you have a certified trained professional doing it. They're going to call you at two three one seven four zero four zero nine eight. Yes, they are. I understand that at the hockey game over the weekend in Muskegon, one of my amazing yeah. audience members heard your voice, and she said, "Oh my God, he's near me." Yeah. Dude, I was in line. This is the third time that's happened to me. At the zoo, I forget where the other one was, and there. And they wanted a picture with me. It was just so cool. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. It's really weird for me. Like, I, just to be a, a little tiny part of what you've got is really cool. Oh, I yeah. appreciate everything that you do. And, it, you know, it's only happened three times, but every time that happens, it's like, this is madness. Like, you know, then they don't recognize me. They listen and go, hey, yep. you're definitely this guy. That's fantastic. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. I love that. Well, uh, Sarah, yeah. Sarah is who met you. She loves you very much. Yes, yes. She was very, very sweet, too. Yeah. She took a picture with us. Yeah, that was great. Together, Sarah. Yes. Well, it's really funny. She leaned over to Sarah and she goes, you know, Dale talks about your sex life on the radio all the time, so we know way too much. And then she goes, I'm straight and married, but I can see why. I'd fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, she goes, Sarah. you are oh, yeah. the beautiful Sarah. Yeah, yeah. You definitely are the beautiful Sarah. Uh, Sarah, who, yeah. you, who you ran into, she is an absolute live wire. She is so she fun. Is. She's fantastic. Yeah, she was fun. We, you know, we sat together for probably 15, maybe 10 15 minutes and just chopped it up and you know had a good time she's really really funny man. i love that very I love quick that. you know what i mean oh yeah she's, she's a quick. talent and I, and I like her sense of her sense of humor is like ours oh, yeah, it's all over yes. the place she is a talent yeah. there's no question yeah, yeah. you right. ever said there's nothing funny about blank uh you haven't heard the right joke right oh of course of course anything can be funny made 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 funny enough all oh, right i love you buddy yeah. thank you man i'll love talk you. to you talk soon. to you thanks buddy uh throat throat slash Dale, excuse me, uh, for an impromptu Q&A. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. You can reach them at accesskent.com slash health if you need any information about the WIC program and whatnot. Uh, accesskent.com slash health or call them at 616-632-7200. All right, I can't even think straight. I got to go pee so damn bad think the dogs have stopped farting so that's a that's a big win 
Uh, and uh, so there you go. You guys sit tight for just a second. I got to go. I got to go tinkle. What do I want to share with you now? Uh, let's lighten the mood a little. A couple of uh, sports bits, which, by the way, um, Aaron Rodgers has not yet been traded. He's uh, been like, yep, I, I anticipate playing for the Jets. I want to play for the Jets. But the Packers are like, okay, we got to make the trade equitable. And from what I'm understanding, the compensation is not correct. Now, in the back of my mind, and in all of my heart and soul, I want this to happen, where the Jets... Uh, pull the offer or the pack pulls the offer and says, all right, well then I guess we keep them. Oh my God. That is good. If he has to play for green Bay, ah, Jesus. And if the jets think that this is perfect because, um, if he does play for the Packers, that will be incredibly awkward and amazing. And I'll love that. And then, if he decides to go to the Jets or if he does, in fact, get traded, um, the Jets are going to fuck it up, okay? They're not going to be any good. There's no way. Now, watch. Uh, save March 28th at this point in the show because then they'll let go on an incredible run next year and win the Super Bowl. But uh, I doubt it. I don't. I don't believe that the Jets... I think it's Alliance. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Remember, I said that to you all. I said that to you all when I made my predictions at the start of the year. Lions are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I still think I'm going to get all three of those right. Lions win the Super Bowl. Putin detonates a nuke. And uh, our old pal, uh, boy band free beer, boy band smug beer, uh, has a baby. Can you imagine Smug Beer having a baby? That would be so fantastic. And I just hope it's a little girl. A beautiful bundle of joy little girl. Because that will just... Oh my God. Now we're talking fun. It already is one of the most fucked up scenarios I've ever heard in my entire life. That would put it uh, into, into the stratosphere in fucked upness. Uh, Rakim writes, I will be praying for those kids in Nashville. I send my prayers to them. That is very, very sweet and a wonderful sentiment and um, something that I know uh, many, many people, myself included, uh, included uh, will do that. But we need that and immediate attention on keeping loved ones safe and secure. If I'm in my house and on Monday, a guy comes in and shoots Daisy. And then on Tuesday, uh, another guy comes in and shoots Bruce. And then on the next day, at some point, I am going to be ready for him. At some point, I will. Now, this is a much bigger scale. But I think that superintendents need to start to look at this. I think that states need to start to look at this. Sorry, I didn't mean to get back on that again. In the, in the interim, while we debate gun laws. 
let's arm these fuckers. Fortify these schools. Yes. Make them fortresses. Fuck yes. The only other option is keep them at home. And that's actually a damn good option these days. I'm, I'm excited beyond belief. Well, I wish they both were, but one of my two uh, grandkids is, uh, is, is taught at home. I don't have a problem with that at all. Fuck yes. You'll see that more and more. Okay, I swear. Fun. Fun, fun, fun till your daddy takes a T-boot away. Uh, this from, uh, we talked about this on Wood Radio today. This clip made the rounds. It was from some XFL football game last night. The DC defenders against the Houston Roughnecks. We don't care about who's playing. We only care at the fact that, um, the refs are mic'd. So you can hear them do their thing. And uh, after this play, the ref threw a flag because uh, some player is being called for unsportsmanlike conduct. Now you've heard of taunting or maybe personal foul or, you know, a hit below the knee or whatever the fuck. This is unsportsmanlike conduct. But wait till you hear what the unsportsmanlike conduct is. Looking for him, covered up, and a flag down. Flag down. Now this is edited. Now the voices you're going to hear now are the two refs conferring. Force of like on number three, White for squirting me with water. Where was he? Uh, on the sideline? Correct, behind me. Number three, yep. squirting you the water. Yes, you got it. What's the result of the play? <laughs> okay, so now you're going to hear the announcers that are talking, and you see number three there. He knows what he fucking did. <laughs> All right, it's a it's a foul in between downs. We're going to go half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down for D.C. UNS on Houston. Okay. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Defense, number three. He squirted the down judge with a water bottle. The penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal. Automatic first down. This is number three's first unsportsmanlike conduct foul as it relates to his potential disqualification. Look at that. He's embarrassed. This fucker's like, oh, man. Uh, I wonder if we can do a little arts and crafts on this deal here. Houston Roughnecks football team. Hmm. How do you reach them? How do you contact the Houston Roughnecks? There's got to be a way, right? Houston, okay. Houston Roughnecks phone number. That's a good start. Contact us. All right, perfect. Who's number three for the Houston Roughnecks? Bear with me. Doing this on the fly. Okay. He probably got cut already, for fuck's sake. 
can see a number. Find three. Hmm? Aha. First name A J E N E. Harris. Do I say a Jean, a Jenny, a Jenny Harris? All right, let's get after this. Houston. One, three, four, six, five, six, eight, one, zero, seven, seven. This is Dalton. Hey, Dalton. Um, equipment manager, please. You can put this to an equipment manager? Yeah. Do you have a uh, someone in the equipment manager department? Um, so I'm, I'm in ticketing. Um, it, oh. It would, take me just a little, it would take me just a little bit to find that. I'd have to go to the directory. Oh, or, or, um, or, or maybe the main switchboard for the team outside of tickets. So, you know, just like the uh, corporate offices or whatever. Yeah, give me just a minute. Let me see if I, what I can find for you. Hey, how do I say number three's name? The guy who squirted the dude with the water bottle. Is it a Jen A. Harris? Do you know? Um, I believe so. Hold on a second. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It was quite a game yesterday. I know. It was a tough one. We, uh, yeah. But we're in Houston, and um, we uh, we were working the Astros and uh, Space Space Cowboys game last night. We we're doing a tabling event there, so we were kind of switching back and forth. Oh yeah, both. And it yeah, was just, uh, it was a tough loss. Uh-huh, it was. Damn it, I was rooting for him. Okay, let's see. Marketing. Ticket sales brisk. Say it again. I'm sorry. How how are the ticket sales going? Oh, everything's going great. We're um, yeah. You know, we had a a rushed launch. Uh, we all kind of came on in November. Uh, everything kicked off in February, so season tickets and things like that. Nice. Uh, kind of went off of that hitch, which was great. Uh, groups with like B two B. Okay. Um, those have been. Uh, it's been decent, but um, you know we're holding out hope for next year. Nice. Let's see. Nice. I'm trying to find equipment on here. Assistant coaches. Mm-hmm. Okay, equipment manager. Yeah. So looking for the equipment manager in um, Houston. Yeah. Okay, so I only have an email listed for ah. Jared Monster. Yeah. How about like? Is there like the main switchboard number? I don't know. Okay, here's, this says it's the XFL main number. Are you ready? Yeah. It's 203. Uh-huh. 989-3399. Uh-huh. Three, three, nine, nine. All right. Thank you so much, buddy. Yeah, of course. Okay, see. 
right. I, I was getting bummed out because Tyler writes, the juice is not going to be worth the squeeze on this LOL. You know, if you could say that after, you don't know. You don't know. This could be something fan-fucking-tastic. I'd like to welcome in the viewers of the Plain Talk John Show. This is the first that this has happened. Let me just tell you that oftentimes my audience is going to your show. And uh, I'm finishing my show late today. So, you know. Thank you for sending the, sh- the the group over. We You missed it. You got to go back and hear my take on the Nashville shooting. It was one of the greatest things you're ever going to hear ever. But uh, thank you. Tyler's probably right on this. The juice is not going to be worth the squeeze. If you have a question or suggestion, please email info at xfl.com. Oh, and we will do our best to get back to you. We are sorry. There is uh, no one you're correct. The juice was definitely not worth the squeezy jackass. I hate it when I'm wrong. Moreover, I hate it when you're right. All right, let's move on. Uh, this moment happened in a baseball game, the final exhibition game of the year. Uh, for, I think it's uh, the Phillies or some shit. And as you can see, what's going on here is uh, the home plate umpire is going to give a uh, another ball to this to the catcher, and then watch what happens. The catcher pulls his glove away, but not because he was trying to show up the ump. He thought that the ump was going to throw the ball back to the pitcher. So he, he he the catcher's in the crouch. He puts up the glove. All right. And then uh, the ball never arrives in the glove from one foot away. And then he pulls the glove right as the ump drops the ball and it lands on the ground. Kimbrough says, I don't like that call. Now here's the action right here. He throws him out of the fucking game. He threw him out of the game. Like took his glove out of the way, and I, I think he Realmuto didn't sense that the ball was on his way, so he just figured the umpire was throwing it back to the mound. Now on the pri- <laughs> this guy is so confused. To Kimbrough, so all right, you don't feel the ball get yeah. nestled into your glove, so he wasn't even looking back at the umpire. He just pulled his glove down. So he ended up throwing him out. Now a little bit more background: um, the pitcher had just been called for a pitch clock violation. Which, if you don't hurry up and throw the ball, the, the pitch clock goes off, and then they—I guess—they give like a ball to the batter or some shit. I don't know. I have—I don't follow this shit. So, uh, I love the idea of the pitch clock. I think it should be about two seconds long, though. Um, but the, so, when the catcher stuck the mid up and the the ump, the catcher thought or the ump thought that the catcher was trying to show him up because he had called a pitch clock violation. Kimbrough says, I don't like that call. Now, here's the action right here. <laughs> this fucking asshole throws him out. You know, I would. why can't there be a thing? Because baseball is so stupid, okay? There should be the, um, the umpire should occasionally, if they know they fucked it up, immediate, immediately turn it around and say, oops, my bad. 
So, you know, I mean, it would seem to me that there would be uh, quite a uh, explanation from the catcher there and the manager. And then why you, you have never, ever seen a ump go, Ooh, yeah, you're right. And then, Hey, uh, he's back in, you know how they make some type of, uh, uh, motion for that, you know, like, Hey, this guy's back in the game now. Um, you know, I mean, do you remember that one when the, the guy was, uh, the umpire Jim Joyce for the, uh, uh, when when uh, Galarraga almost threw that perfect game, well, he didn't throw a perfect game, and then the umpire booted the call. Jesus, they should. And baseball has never decided to go back and fix that. And I, I've never understood why they wouldn't. Somebody is suggesting the John Boy uh, breakdown of that play, and I love John Boy, one of my favorites. One of the funnier and dumber ejections you're going to see, this breakdown is brought to you by Draft. By the way, that, that pitcher, you notice what he's doing with his arm? That's his, been his thing forever. He, For some reason, he hangs his arm out like that. It's always been funny. Kimbrell and Real Muto pitching to the Blue Jays. He's going to get called for a pitch clock violation because his knee went up after the clock hit zero clocks at zero the knee's not up yet now there's the like zero zero point zero zero scherzer's been asking about that this ump does not carry says no time tick tock you took too long the count's now two and two now the ump is thinking you know he's a he's a kind of a rookie ump he's a triple a ump working spring training gets up and down you got to prove himself and he's like these guys are going to be mad at me i better have my guard up Meanwhile, Kimbrell says, you know what? I didn't want to pitch that ball anyway. I discard it. Give me a new one. So the ump throws him a new ball. Now, Rio Muto puts his glove up because he says, hey, he wants a new ball. He doesn't realize this ump's going to throw him the ball. He'll figure it out. He's a smart guy. So Kimbrell takes that ball, and he inspects it. He's, like, touching it, and he's feeling it. He's looking at it. He's like, ah, guys, this ball stinks too. I'm getting rid of it. So now Rio Muto puts his glove up like he wants another ball. Now the ump is going to give him the ball in the glove, but Kimbrell just received the ball from the umpire. So you can see Kimbrell's eyes go up to the ump like you're going to throw it to me. And you can see Real Muto's eyes are looking at his pitcher like, oh, he's expecting the ump to throw the ball to him again. <laughs> I'm not needed. Puts his glove away and the ump and the ump is made to look like a fool. You know, oh, what a dummy. Now we got to pick up that ball. And the ump's like, that's it. You've disgraced me. You're gone. <laughs> oh, Ruman was like, what? I thought you were throwing him the ball back, so I put my glove down. It's like, oh, no chance. No chance. I can't even see you. How am I supposed to know you're giving him the ball back? Like, what? And the ump's like, yeah, he embarrassed me, and it was embarrassing, and I got embarrassed, so I ejected him. It's like, what, dude? How am I supposed to know you're throwing him the ball back? I'm not even looking at you. And then you're throwing it to him. What? You threw the first one, you didn't throw second. Now, the, now Dan Iasonia, the crew chief, comes up, and he's like, what's going on? And JT's like, saw him looking up, so I thought he was throwing him the ball so I dropped my glove, but then he thought that I did it on purpose, and I don't know. I just thought he was throwing him the ball, uh, and then we go back to the ump, who's like, "Well, uh, I don't know. I threw it." Oh, 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 holy shit! And uh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe not. What a Meanwhile, fucking twerp! Mudo has to tell someone. Yeah, I got thrown out. Someone was like, "Yo, 
Where are you going? You done? Yeah, I got thrown out. I'm like, what? I'm like, catch up, guys. Come on. And he's leaving. He tells Dan, Dan, it's the first time in my career. And that is, he's played 2,000 games. That's the first time he's ever been ejected. And it was because of that, which is crazy. Good thing is the, the crowd loves him. He's going to fist pump his way out. Going to walk down the outfield grass and uh, say goodbye to the game. And... <laughs> Just kind of smile and laugh and try to figure it all out. Look at this guy's laughing. Eyes back of your head. And meanwhile, the umpire's like, oh, um, shit. Yeah. I fuck up here. His breakdown is brought to you by John. That is so cool. Um, John Boy is just, what a fucking, I love that guy so much. I actually reached out to him to interview him. I was like, dude, holy shit. You have created something so fantastic. I, this is just awesome. Uh, no response. Uh, Kyla loves that. He's like a baseball junkie. He says uh, him walking off the field is great. Uh, Sam the Jew was, he's a Raider from Plain Talk John. He was watching Plain Talk John. And then so he shows up as a Raider. That's unbelievable. That's never happened before. Uh, Mad Cow Licks. Welcome, if you're still here. I hope you're still here. Kinetic Pause. Hello, welcome. That's so cool. You know, there may uh, there may be something to maybe me mixing it up once in a while and doing a late-in-the-day show. Uh, Sam says, well, you were MIA this morning. Oh, I'm not giving you grief over it. I, I know. You didn't do anything wrong. It's just neat that uh, it's uh, coming from him to me. It's, it's never, it's never this is the first time that's happened. That's because I, did, I started the show so late. I know uh, when I explain it to you, you think I'm going to give you a shit sandwich, but uh, not at all. I'm not in a shit sandwich giving mood today. Uh, I'm in a great mood. And and you don't deserve any shit. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about this chick who's on my, what is the show called? Thousand Pound Sisters? Yeah, Thousand Pound Sisters is the name of the show. Now, I, I, I think Tammy, I don't know. I've never watched an episode of the show, but I know a lot of people do watch this show. And I, I got to admit, if there's a story uh, about a, a, a chick who's trying to lose the weight and she weighs a thousand pounds, that's worth it. You remember that guy, Carlos Orozco from Flint, Michigan, who was about to die because he was so damn fat. And now he does like Ironmans and shit like that. He's dropped like 400 pounds. That's one of my favorite types of redemption stories you can give me is when someone loses the weight. Tammy Slayton is the one. Now, um, I don't know. uh, I mean, she's dropped 300 in order to get the special surgery, which is what they make you do. They want to. Uh, you have to lose weight on your own. And she was able to do that. Um, I, I think now it says here in this episode or in this uh, article during an episode of thousand pound sisters, Tammy weighed in at a rehab facility to see if she met her goal weight. She was working hard to shed pounds in order to qualify for weight loss surgery. 
in the show, Tammy said, I need to get to 550 in order for me to be approved for surgery. Uh, she gets out of her wheelchair and stepped on the scale. 534, the nurse calls out. Um, okay. She was, I take it back. She was over 700. So she dropped down to 534. I'm getting some of that wrong. Um, so she continues to try to make progress. Now, this woman was so fucked up that uh, she's got like a nose cannula giving her oxygen all the time. I mean, she's slowly dying. So what a fucking reality show. I can't think of a better topic than this show than someone trying to beat the clock and fucking uh, knock the fucking Grim Reaper. Grim fucked up that joke. (laughs) I was going to say knock the Grim Reaper out of the cage in the wrestling match. But even that sounds stupid if I said it right. Anyway, she she died anyway. She would have died if she hadn't lost the thousand the uh the from the seven hundred pounds. I'm so fucking up this story. Anyway, this is how she looked before and how she looks now. And then I fucking love this. Oh my god, look at where she was to where she is now. When you're uh, when you have so many issues with weight on your face that you're actually getting blindness because the fat above your eyes is getting ready to touch the fat below your eyes. You got to be a real warrior. This is Amy to uh, agree to have this photograph taken. This is that before picture of her and this is the after picture. Oh my God. I, you know what? I'm not even going to make it. There's no joke to make there. This is a, this is a real deal. I love these two. Uh, this article that came out though. Uh, I think that they, um, Nate says, Eric just wants to see her feet. Ooh, is there a foot shot? Hang on. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. You can. There's all sorts of health problems here too. The, the 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 right is swollen. Yeah, whenever you get swelling in the foot, I'm not I'm not too big of a fan of those type of feet. It's got to be a foot that is not swollen. A swollen foot is not going to do it for me. It's got to be a sweet dainty foot anyway i understand what the what the sun publication the u.s version of the sun is trying to do here and by the way uh who someone said she had uh she was traked most of last season um why was she traked what happened to her By the way, uh, Miss Nikki, uh, Mama Goat is here. Hello to you. I sent you an email. I'm not going to mention it, but did you see the email I sent you? All right. Oh, the Rona. The Rona had caused her uh, to get traked. Oh, my God. Um, 
but I don't know, man. I mean, I understand what they're trying to do. We're trying to give her a little bit of confidence here. Uh, but they're they're focusing on she's uh, rocking a sexy fishnet top. I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you want to drop that type of language. And I mean, and who knows that what she's wearing there might actually be like therapeutic or something like that. Let, let's kind of just focus on her health before we start t- talking about her wearing sexy gear. You know, just offer her encouragement. This is a marathon, not a sprint. You don't want to like, hey, uh, you dropped, you're still 534, so go ahead and, uh, you know, put on a thong and build an OnlyFans page. You don't want, you don't, look, all I'm saying is don't put the cart before the horse. Okay? What's beautiful is the fact that she's saving her own life and she's doing it all herself. You know, you gotta, you gotta, let's applaud that. Before we start focusing on sexy gear. That's all I'm saying. Ryan says the email is Eric wanting to see your feet. That's why he can't mention it here. You know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my God. Uh, very insensitive comment from Sam the Jew who says there is probably a market for a fatty OnlyFans. Horrible. All right. Enough about that. Uh, I'd like to mention my friends at Sarah Honda Granville. S-E-R-R-A, Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahhondagranville.com. Check out their selection of brand new vehicles. Well, I should say what the way they do it is you test drive a brand new vehicle and then you sit down, you tell them what you want on it. Two weeks later, your car shows up or go to their uh, selection, largest selection in Michigan of certified pre-owned cars, Sarah Honda Granville online at Sarah If you're new to the show, because we're, uh, it was nice enough of uh, John to send along some of his audience in a raid. I appreciate that. That is the first raid I've ever gotten since I've been doing Twitch. The first one. Um, this I used to do a radio show, and then that dried up. I that I have no more radio career. It was years ago, and I've been doing this ever since. And um, so basically, just for a couple hours a day, me shooting the shit with you talking about stories about my personal life with my family, my dogs, uh, what I'm doing, uh, my health. Uh, I, my, I'm, I'm an, I'm an anxious little fucker, uh, recovering alcoholic since 1996, never slipped once, never slipped once. Um, all sorts of hustle type jobs to keep the lights on. I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Eric Zane if you like this. But I do this show free every day, Monday through Friday, uh, for people to check out. And uh, hopefully you like it enough that you'll stick around. So thank you and welcome to you all. Blue Frost IT is one of my sponsors that helps me keep the lights on. Online at bluefrostit.com. If you have a small or medium-sized business, do consider do consider reaching out to them If you're looking to upgrade your tech or if you have problems with your existing setup at your job, reach out to Blue Frost IT or maybe a problem with your uh, IT at home. They can help you at Blue Frost IT at 616-200-8550. 
Tax time right around the corner. Still time for you to get this done. Reach out to Tag Accounting at 616-301-9516. 616-301-9516. No matter where you are in the U.S., you can take advantage of the certified public accountant of choice of the Eric St. Show podcast, Tag Accounting. Seriously, the only thing you need to do, call, say Eric Zane sent me, and I want you to do my taxes, and then that's it. Lovely lady by the name of Christina will pick up the phone and help you. Thank you. Have any of you in the audience ever been hazed? Like perhaps, uh, I don't know, maybe you were in sports in high school or perhaps uh, in college you're in a fraternity and some hazing takes place. Now, I don't know how this is still a thing. Um, seriously, it uh, it's really remarkable. What and It's always the dudes that do the crazy shit, you know? Um, there's always some type of uh, sexual degree of, uh, and in this case, I don't think there was, but it was just horrible. Uh, I, I remember I was hazed when I was in high school, but what they do, what they would do is a, um, uh, you know, that like uh, saran wrap, that industrial type of saran wrap. Well, uh, they would saran wrap you to like a light pole in the uh, school parking lot. And I got saran wrapped to the light pole. And then, you know, the rest of the student body comes out and they laugh at you and call you names and say you're an asshole. And that's about it. Nobody spit on you or anything like that. And that was it. And then they let you down. That's it. Okay, good, good. I can handle that. Too often, though, you turn around and you, you see a news story about uh, the wrestling team decided to do some bonding by uh, putting their dicks into this freshman's butt repeatedly. Or uh, uh, I remember this one story in Jersey where the school put, this one kid put pine cones up another kid on the football team's ass. And not the type of pine cones that are like tapered. Like the kind of pine cone that's open. Like just jammed it up his asshole. My God. Can you imagine what you would do as a parent if you found out that your kid had a pine cone up his asshole? I mean, my God, all it takes is, is the one parent to have who, who fucking snaps. And, you know, I mean, it's one thing we're talking about in a day where a horrible school shooting took place and people are like, what's the motive of this? Well, I don't know. I think he's pissed off. And, and the, if it were in the hell, what was the motive? Oh, this, the football team stuck a pine cone up his ass. They'd be like, oh, okay, well, well, you know, I mean, seriously. Not that I would condone violence of any type, but at least, you know, when they're dragging you off to prison for the rest of your life and say, yeah, but the school, the kid stuck a pine cone in my kid's ass. And I was, that's what I was doing. I was fucking getting some revenge. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do any of that shit. The dad and mom of this kid should beat the fuck out of all these losers. Let's set the stage here. 
This young man right here, this is Trent Lurkamp. As we speak, Trent is in the ICU. He has autism. Ryan says these fraternities are MAGA in training. Maureen says stories like this make me so angry. You, hey, it's coming. You're going to be pissed. It's not known whether this young man, Trent Lurkamp, 19-year-old autistic kid in Brunswick, Georgia, is going to live or die. Uh, he lives in an affluent area, and he goes to a, um, a rich kid's school. And these rich fucking brats, um, you know, this is the type of school where perhaps someone 19 can still be in the school because of the, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's he's an autistic student, so you know, sometimes a little bit of wiggle room with how long a student could stay there, I'm guessing. And it's a private school. So these rich fuck kids forced him to guzzle vodka and made him eat hallucinogenic mushrooms. He then lost consciousness. They tied him to a chair and they all whipped out their cranks and peed on him. And then they spray painted him head to toe. And one of them took a dump on his lap. Hey, let me take a dump on his lap. Let's take a big shit on him. We've already peed on him. This is great. Oh my God. I even have uh, pictures. This is going to, this is gross. Here he is with a big pile of shit on his lap. And these four dumb fucks posted this to like Snapchat. I mean, how do you think this is going to end up? I have another image. They then um, went ahead prior to him losing consciousness they were like spraying him with a hose. This is him. He's a, he's a handsome young man. All right, so the cops are involved. This is not done. There's there's more details to this that you need to know about. Um, these morons were like, uh-oh, he's fucked up. We got to get him out of here. The Glynn Academy students on St. Simon's Island are about to make national news, said the caption above the photos. Uh, someone posted them. I think the um, Glynn County Citizens on Patrol, so a local community group. These fine young men bound an unconscious and unresponsive boy to a chair. 19-year-old spray-painted him, blah, 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 pissed on him, took a shit in his lap. List goes on and on. Dropped him off at the ER. Now he's on a ventilator fighting for his life. When they dropped him off, these morons are so stupid, the ER nurse is like, well, who are you? Uh, And they gave their names. And uh, the pain all over him. My God. In that 10-second video clip posted on the Glynn County Citizens on Patrol Facebook page shows Lurkamp seated in the chair, head slumped over as a hose is trained on him. Nine people can be seen in the footage as a teen faces a camera and says, this is, this is dude perfect. Um... I guess, you know what? He might be out of, uh, able to survive now because it says police interviewed 
Uh, Lurkamp, Trent Lurkamp, Sunday at the hospital. After executing search warrants on the residence where it all occurred. They've questioned several teenagers involved. A GoFundMe account titled Justice for Trent says that uh, Lurkamp went out with a group of people he thought were his friends who had picked him up from his home. Uh, Trent wouldn't know until it was too late that these were not his friends, but violent, abusive perpetrators who would go on to torture, humiliate, and assault him in inhumane, terrifying ways for hours. Six breaths per minute when dropped off. Since that evening, Trent's been on a ventilator in the ICU battling fevers and a lung infection. Uh, As of Monday morning, the fundraiser had raised $29,587. Oh, my God. Several of the individuals who allegedly participated in the torture hail from prominent local families. Hey, you know they're going to try to bu- they're going to try to murdock their way out of this shit. Fuck that. Many in the community have questioned whether this is the reason for the dearth of local coverage. I don't know what that word means. And lack, I guess that means lack of local coverage and lack of progress in the investigation. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Lurkamp's mother is, uh, she has, uh, she wasn't witness to this. She actually uh, amazingly passed unexpectedly in 2021 at age 43. Dad hasn't said anything. Uh, I hope dad is, uh, you know, fucking hiring SEAL Team 6 to take these fucks out. Because if, uh, if something happens even more terrible to Trent, I mean, you got to go all fucking uh, Michael Douglas and fucking falling down on this. You know? 73,221 dollars is now a ra- uh, has been raised for uh Trent here. I will uh I don't do this that often but I'll, I'll link up the GoFundMe in case you feel like you know, uh, my God, I, I don't know how parents are able to control themselves when these things happen. I mean, can you imagine the, uh, the toll it would have on you emotionally? Ryan says, if they make people eat shit and piss, they should have to eat shit and piss. Eye for an eye. Maureen says, I hope these assholes all die. (laughs) Nate says, I can joke about a lot of shit. I probably shouldn't. But fuck, this is awful. Ryan with, we need to nuke the world and start over. Chris says, prison for every fucking one of them. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get it. You know, you hear about our kids do stupid things, but this is uh, evil that you can fucking feel. And when those rich fucking white kids go to prison and I sure hope they do. Can you imagine the justice that will take place? 
You get a lot of righteous motherfuckers in prison, especially like hardened guy who like, you know, uh, maybe murdered his family who then, you know, 25 years later, he's like 52 and he's like found God. So he's like wise and people come to him for advice, but he did murder his family. So you get him in there and he's like, fuck, man, it like rekindles that old desire to kill or something like that. Oh my God. Prison is too good for people like this. It needs to be prison with full dry rape. Guaranteed dry rape. Motherfuck. Still got fingers crossed that leftover from plain talk john here after my prison with the side of dry rape crack you never know maybe we'll make new listeners out of that i have one more thing to share with you all that i'll get to it's a feel-good moment to kind of make everybody feel better after that horrible story it's a video, and uh, I'll share it with you in just a moment. And then we'll do the asshole of the day. <laughs> Jimmy says, this story is worse than January 6th. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it is. Like, if I could, if I could make this go away to have another January 6th, I, I'd do it. Asshole of the day has never been more obvious, Ryan writes. All right. Stay tuned for a special feel-good video. Um, thank you, A&E, Heating and Cooling. My God, if you are in West Michigan and you have any issues with your furnace or your air conditioner, this is who you call. Now, here we are, the end of March. Call A&E Heating and Cooling and schedule your AC tune-up. It won't be long till it's 115 degrees here in Michigan. So for fuck's sake, make sure that thing is running well. Okay? If you're just like turning it on after a full year of cooling last uh, season of cooling last uh, cooling season, uh, you, you you need that thing serviced. 616-516-8579. It's not going to be running very efficient and it's going to cost you money because it's going to have to work harder and burn, not burn, use more electricity to cool your home. 616-516-8579. I'm right on all of these things because Joe Martinez told me I'm right. Thank you, M37 Hackers. Indoor golf simulation. Work on your golf game in a way that you've never done before. The fact that you can be in the M37 Golf Simulator Bay, M37 Hackers Golf Simulator Bay, you hit your tee shot, and you're like, God dang it, man, that's a hell of a slice replay. And you get a close-up view of the golf head hitting the ball. You can figure out exactly what you're doing wrong. They've got all the instruction you could ever want. Sign up to be a regular member at M37 Hackers. In Middleville, Michigan, 269-205-2095. All right. The Eric Zane Show feel-good video of the day goes like this. 
Lady sticking her arm in a press. Working hard. Oh no! That's your uh, feel-good moment of the day. <laughs> I, I just figured I'd share that with you. If uh, if if you're listening to the audio podcast, you're going to want to see this video. It'll make you feel good. Ryan says, full screen, damn it. Wait, huh? All right, let me, let me try that again. Make sure that we get it right. Holy shit. Look at that muppety, flippity, floppity arm. Oh my god. Her arm is squished. It came out looking like fucking Popeye. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Stevie says, you ass. Amy says, did her arm become floppity muppety? Yes, she stamped her arm. Tyler says, yeah, that made me almost vagal. There's no fixing that, right? Oh, no, her arm's in a million pieces, right? Oh. Stevie says, is she okay? Well, of course she's okay. I mean, she's alive. You need to say, is her arm broke? That's the question you need to ask. Jamira Shoots was the asshole of the day yesterday, brought to you by TC Paintball. Uh, new asshole of the day today is, uh, um, where did that hazing incident happen? Georgia. Georgia hazing bros are your assholes of the day. It would have been me. It would have been me, uh, because of that. If it hadn't been for the dudes who, uh, almost killed the autistic kid for fuck's sake, assholes. That's going to do it, though. That's my time. I appreciate you as always. You guys are great. You still got the Patreon to do. Trying to play catch up on the day. Thank you so much for being part of this one. Until next time, thank you. Bye-bye.